Hello and welcome to an episode of this podcast. Um, I wanted to get live on the Anchor app just to say thanks to everyone that has been listening and to thanks to all those who have been showing me uh, support. I've really enjoyed doing this. I have been absent the last couple of weeks. I've been trying to get everything organized, um, been a little bit stressed, I mean, it's just been an overloading and overwhelming couple weeks, and I just needed to take a step back and evaluate things and what I'm doing, and I wouldn't, I don't want to get into any of that, Um, but I just wanted to voice my appreciation for everyone that has been supporting me and um following this podcast while we take this journey um sorry for that there's no intro this time this is just straight right into it uh, i've missed being here i've missed being um a spokesman uh, and teaching you guys and i just it's been on my mind um that I, uh, I'm like, man, I really, I really need to get get a new episode. Another, another episode. I was actually in the middle of recording an episode last weekend, or uh, is it? yeah, last weekend. Um, but my son kept getting up out of bed, and I didn't want to be too loud, so I went and hid in the closet. And people kept coming in. I just kept getting distracted, and so I just dropped it. Um, right now, I'm at our gym. Um, I'm supposed to be cleaning. I just, I got here a little bit ago, but this is a quiet place for me to do it. It's open. Um, I can talk loud. I won't wake anybody up. So I figured this would be a safe place for me to, to, to record. Um, but again, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've getting, I've getting a lot of feedback, uh, from listeners and, um, I've, I've had people reach out to me that are inspired to start their own podcast on different stuff. So it's, it's just, it's just really cool. Um, but I'm going to throw this out there for any of you who want to actually support this just b- besides listening, you can always go to anchor.fm forward slash Josh dash Hawes forward slash support. And, um, you can donate that way. Um, I really, really want to take this thing far. Uh, I, I've been told I have great potential for this. We're on episode, what, uh, 14, I believe. And there's at least 60 that I want to go, or maybe even more. Um, I don't know. It's just the sky, the sky's the limit. And I want to go far. And I welcome any guest that is willing to come and... Maybe have a discussion. Um, when I first started this podcast, I said I don't want to have any confrontation, any argument, because I had two years of that, and I still get lip about different stuff. And so I just, you know, friendly conversations. I'm all about talking religion. Um, I love talking religion. Um, I love learning about different things. So if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to drop me a line on the anchor.fm, um, I'll voice your your questions and we can answer them. Um, like I said, I open this to everybody. Um, I'm going to be having guests coming on the show here probably this weekend. 
Um, so great things are about to happen. Um, one thing I do want to touch base on, though, is um, I don't know if, if you've been reading on social media or anything like that, but our profit came out um, in at the beginning of October. So let me step back a little bit. Every April and every October, we have what's called a general broadcast or a general conference. And for those who aren't members of the church that are, that are listening to this podcast who are wondering what's a, what's a general conference. General conference it happens twice a year, a Saturday and Sunday, where the, the general authorities of the church, the, the, the 70, the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, and the First Presidency, they will um, broadcast a t- uh, two two-hour meetings um, on Saturday and on Sunday, and then on Saturday night in April, the men will meet, and then in October, the women will meet um, and have their own session. Um, and that's broadcast worldwide. It's found on LDS dot um, dot org. Yeah, LDS.org. I can't. I just draw. I, it's been a long day, so it can be found on LDS.org. Um, the it can be found on YouTube. It, it found anywhere. Um, but if you ever want to watch it live, it's the first weekend in October. You can find it on BYU Channel, LDS.org. It's all over the internet. Past episodes uh, comes out in the Enzyme a couple months after it's done. Anyway. Um, he came out, the prophet, uh, Russell M. Nelson came out and he talked about the name of the church. Um, what's in the name, he said. And we as a society have been caught up in calling the church the LDS church or the Mormon church. Um, just because of the Book of Mormon or abbreviation for Latter-day Saints. Um, he stated that this is Christ's church. And because it is Christ's church, it shall it should be known as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If Christ wanted to set up a church called the, El- the Latter-day Saints Church, it would be called the, the Church of Latter-day Saints, which some people call it. But he stated it is the Christ it, it is Christ's church, and we're and we should try to stay away from um, using the term Mormons or Latter-day Saints. Um, because the because the term Mormon bec- comes from the Book of Mormon, um, and he is also a prophet in the Book of Mormon. So, but I don't worship Mormon. I worship my Savior Jesus Christ. I worship Heavenly Father. That's kind of where that's kind of where he's getting at. So, I don't know if, if if any of you've noticed, but I did change the name of my podcast to follow the prophet's counsel because he is called of God. He holds the priesthood, which we're going to talk about tonight. Um, He has the priesthood over, and he presides over the whole church, and he also receives revelation from God because he has that authority to do so directly from God. Um, So I changed it to the gospel principles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Bottom. That's just. But why? Why are you changing the name? Because I'm trying to follow the prophet's counsel. Because it was it. The name of the podcast was LDS Faith. 
But I'm trying to follow his counsel, stay away from those terms, Mormon and LDS. So because I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, this is the Church of Jesus Christ. This is his church in the latter days. We're, so I changed it to Gospel Principles, which we're talking about the principles of the Gospel of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, all right, so enough said. Let's dive into the priesthood. Um, I can't even tell you how, how excited I am about this. Um, the priesthood. What is the priesthood? The priesthood is the authority to act in God's name on this earth. It is passed down to worthy male members of the, of the church, and they are given the priesthood by laying on of hands. So hands are placed on our heads by the proper authority. They are given the priesthood at the age of 12. They become a deacon uh, from the age 12 to 14. From 14 to 16, they move up in the priesthood. They become a teacher. From 14 to 18, they are a priest. And then at the age of 18, they have the opportunity to receive the, Mel the Melchizedek priesthood which is the priesthood which I hold, and they become and they move into the office of elder. Now, when you become a bishop or a part of the bishopric, which is the first and second counselor, they become a high priest. Those are just different offices within the priesthood, and within the priesthood they hold different keys, like the the bishop can do things with the priesthood that I can't do because he has the keys of the, over the whole congregation. I can't speak for the whole congregation, but he can because he um, presides over all of us. I preside over my family. That's about it. <laughs> um, so through the priesthood, God has created the heavens, the earth, and he governs Everything. The universe is kept in perfect working order because of this priesthood. And through this power and priesthood, he, um, he accomplishes his work and his glory, which we, we read in Moses chapter 1, verse 39. It states, For behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. So, let me throw this out there. Why do we need the priesthood on the earth? A couple things. We must have the priesthood authority to act in the name of God when, when performing sacred ordinances of the gospel. Such sacred ordinances um, um, are baptism, confirmation, administering the sacrament, and a temple marriage. All important things to our salvation. Um, when we're baptized and confirmed, we, are, we take upon ourselves the name of Christ. When we administer the sacrament, must be we're taking the body and the blood of Christ. Um, we're atoning for our sins, or we're not. Let me take a step back. We're not atoning for our sins. We're repenting for our sins. It's been a long day. I'm very sorry. I was up at five o'clock this morning. Or sorry, I was up at four thirty this morning. Got off work at five. Went to my other job at five thirty, and got off about 9.30, so it's been a very long day. So if I mumble and just ramble, please, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, going back, um, 
the administering of the sacrament, we're repenting of our sins because we are taking upon ourselves um, the name of Christ again. It's like we're being baptized all over again. Um, and temple marriage. Me and my wife, we were married in the Mesa, Arizona temple back in 2009. And we were sealed because with the authority that's on the earth. We were sealed for not only time, but all eternity. Um, when you go to just the standard marriage, like I had, like um, we, um, there was a family, uh, a couple that we taught when I was on my mission. Um, actually, I think it was actually with Jimmy, who was on my podcast um, uh, a couple episodes ago. We um, had someone get married, and because they weren't married in the temple, it was just a civil marriage. So it was till death to death do us part until we get until they were able to get to the temple and be sealed for eternity. So my wife and my kids, we will be sealed for ever for all eternity in heaven. That's one thing I love about this priesthood. Um, it's whatever's bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Love it. In Matthew, we read in the New Testament. Um, the Lord has stated that without the authority, he won't recognize it. Even though a man may be sincere in what he's doing, the Lord won't recognize it. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Another reason, number two, why priesthood is needed on the earth is so, is so that way we can understand the will of the Lord and carry out his purpose. God reveals, this is going back to what I said about President Nielsen. God reveals his will to his authorized priesthood representative on the earth, who is the prophet, President Nielsen. He is the spokesman for God, um, for all members of the church, and for all the people of the earth. So, let me go back to what I said earlier about the laying on of hands. That's how we receive the priesthood. That's the first, or that's one of the ways, actually, that is the way we receive the priesthood, but it, is, it can only be done by permission from those who hold the keys of the priesthood. So, when my son becomes of age, when he becomes 12, he's going to get the Aaron, the Aaronic, Aaronic priesthood, which is the priesthood of Aaron. He will, my hands will be placed on his head, but I have to do it under the direction of the bishop. Um... I can't just do it in my own home. I have to meet with the bishop. He has to tell me, yes, I can do it. No, I can't do it. Because he is the priesthood presider and the key holder for my the congregation that I go to. Um, but if we're not here in the next, what is he, five? So six years or seven years, whatever bishop I'm under, he will give me the direction to give my son the priesthood. That's how 
that's how we receive the priesthood. And then when they progress to the priesthood, it is um, it is the it is still under the bishop to um, uh, give them the priesthood. Sorry, I lost train of thought. This priesthood cannot be sold and, and it cannot be bought. Um, the same way that the priesthood was given to the apostles when Christ was alive is the same way that we receive it, hands on the head. Um, only those who hold the priesthood can ordain others. So, Joe down the street, who was never given the priesthood, um, can't lay his hands on Billy down the street and give him the priesthood. Only worthy male members of that hold the priesthood can pass down the priesthood again under the direction of the proper key holder. Um, so, with this priesthood authority, it cannot be sold or bought, like I just stated. And we read about this in the New Testament. We read about a guy named Simon who was living when Christ's apostles um, presided over the church. Um, Simon became converted and was baptized, but he wanted this priesthood. He was a very skillful magician, and people believed that he held the power of God. But he, he, he didn't. So, and he saw that this, he's, I think it was... Um, no, who was it? Paul, Peter. Yeah, it was Peter. In Acts, it state, uh, he uh, he saw he saw Peter use his power, and he saw that it worked, and he knew that Peter had it because it because Peter perf- performed a priesthood blessing, and um, Simon's like, oh, I gotta have this, I have this. So he went to Peter, and he said, How much money can I give you to give me this power? And Peter said, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. That's a bold statement, but Peter is right. It cannot be, it's, it can't be purchased. It's too, it's, I was too, it's too valuable. You can't, you can't put a price on it. The priesthood should be used to bless lives of our Heavenly Father's children and it should be um, used to preside in love and kindness. Um, priesthood holders can't force their families and others to obey them. Um, I can't go up to a friend of mine and say, hey, by my priesthood authority, I command you that you need to listen to me. No, 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 no. That's not how the priesthood works. If you do that, and when you try and gain wealth, like if I go, hey, I'll raise this guy like Jesus did. I'll raise him from the dead for $100. Or, hey, look at me. I'm going to heal this man um, like Christ did and and uh, tell him to go wash himself and he'll be healed with leprosy. Christ didn't do that. Christ didn't say, hey, look at me. I'm going to spit in clay and put it in his eyes and he'll see again. No, 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 no. No, that's not how it should work. What Christ did was he he did this out of 
the willingness of his heart. He was, he, uh, he was humble, but if we do it and try and get wealth or fame of it, the Lord has told us that the heavens would draw themselves, the Spirit of the Lord is grieved, and the authority and, and or the priesthood, amen. Meaning, that guy, he's not going to have the authority to act in my name. If he's good, the Lord, I can just imagine what the Lord is saying. Man, he's he's probably up there, hands in his pockets, tapping his foot. The guy's going to use the priesthood for the wrong. I'm going to take it back. No, if we use it um, by long-suffering, gentleness, and meekness, he can do great things. The Lord was humble. He was... He was always willing to help. He was always willing to do and help those around him, even though um, the the story about the woman who just wanted to touch him, that she can be whole. All she had to do was she had the faith that he just only touch, touch his garment, reach out and touch it. He didn't turn around and, and was all, hey, who touched me? Who uh, uh, Get her out of here. No, he, he's, he, said, he said, he did say, who touched me? but in a humble manner. And he told her, by her faith, shall he, she shall be whole. He was humble. He was, he was a, he was willing to help anybody, man. It was, uh, he's such a great example. But, it, he, if we use the priesthood in the, the manner that Christ did, Priesthood holders can do many wonderful things for his family and others. Just a couple a month ago, my I baptized my daughter. Um, she was confirmed by her uncle. Um, we have my twelve my deacons administer the sacrament when authorized to do so. When I was a kid, we were authorized by the bishop to go to the nursing home, and administer the sacrament to the members of the church there. But then you think to yourself, well, you're doing it outside of church. Yeah, I'm doing it outside of the church under the direction of our bishop. Because, again, our bishop has the the authority or the keys. He presides not only for those in within the building. The boundaries of that congregation, he has the keys and presides for everybody that is in that uh, boundary. So... The nursing home was in our boundaries. We had ward members in that nursing home. He told us, we need to go every Sunday, administer the sacrament. So from when I was 12 to about 17, I would go every other month. We, we would take turns. I remember passing the sacrament. I remember blessing the sacrament under the direction of the bishop. Worthy priesthood holders can bless the sick give priesthood blessings to his family members and and to give blessings of encouragement, protection when they have special needs. One thing that my kids look forward to every summer before school starts is the night before school starts. But why do why why do they get excited, you ask? I sit them down in the living room in a chair and I put my hands on their heads and I Say their full name and I give them a father's blessing. And this is something that we did growing up. My wife grew up doing this. Um, 
we we would get blessings from our fathers the night before school starts and that is to give them a blessing that they will do good in school that they will learn and that they would stay focused and not get distracted um that they would be safe as they travel to and from school um let's see blessing the sick great example i always talk about uh is my dad my dad is a very humble man and if i get teary eyed i'm sorry um i always whenever i talk about my dad in this experience i always always tear up um my dad 7 years ago was diagnosed with melanoma if you, if you don't know what melanoma is it is skin cancer but his melanoma wasn't on his skin his melanoma was in his, was in him it was attacking his lungs and it could it could have had the potential to reach his brain but the humble man that he that he is reached out to me and asked me to come over and give him a blessing at this time, I held the same office of the priesthood as I do now, and that's the office of elder, um, the, Mel- the Melchizedek priesthood. And he asked for a blessing from me. And um, when, before before this, um, so before this blessing, he already, he he already had been through surgery. He was on he didn't do chemo. Um, I think it was because of his age, but they did antifuron, which is a little bit more harmful than chemotherapy. You don't lose your hair. It just it it does. It, I can't remember exactly what it does, but his white blood cell count was through the roof. Say went to the moon. Um, and it was very dangerous for him. Um, and he was just getting sick and just not, his energy was low, couldn't really do a lot. Um, they took him off treatment. They put him back on treatment. They did this a couple times. Um, anyway, he called me over for a blessing and... I don't remember, the only thing I remember about this night is from what he has told me. I put my, I remember we sat down by the piano in the, in the living room. It was, I think, me and my brother. And there's two parts of a blessing of healing. Um, We use consecrated oil that has been blessed and um, prepared by, by the priesthood to administer to the sick. So you anoint their head with this oil and then you then you seal the anointing and then you give a blessing um, and you speak what you're inspired to speak by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost touches you and kind of leads you and guides you in what you should say. I don't remember anything that I said. But I had a phone call with my dad a couple of days after this, and he goes, do you remember anything that you told me? I said, no, honestly, I don't. I remember coming over. That's about it. He said, 
he said, when you put your hands on my head, you told me that I would go to my doctor's appointment and everything would be okay. That my blood levels would be normal. My white blood cell counts would be normal. And that my treatment would work. And you got to remember, he'd been off and on this treatment a couple times just because it was so dangerous to him. And I told him, I said, okay. And what did your doctor say? Because he went, he went up for a checkup the same day that we're talking. He told me that his, that his test came back normal. His blood levels were normal. His white blood cell count was normal. And his doctor even told him, I don't know how it's possible after you being off and on this treatment, but you're, but the treatment is working. I was, I was baffled. I've heard stories like this happening to other people. I didn't, didn't, um, I would assume it would happen to me or I would hope it happened to me. So that way I can see the miracles of the priesthood. Um, but I haven't had, I've seen miracles through the priesthood, but I hadn't seen one quite like this. I've heard stories of people healing the sick, but I hadn't seen it quite done like this in my own life. I've heard about it, but I've never seen, personally seen it until then. Um, there's been times when in the middle of the night, my wife had shaken me awake. Was it shaking or shooken? I don't know. She's shaken me awake and asked for a blessing. Because she knows that I'm ready and willing to give anybody a blessing. There's been times where I've been on the side of the road. One time, when I was on my mission, side of the road in an accident, had to give someone a blessing. There is not a time where I will turn down a blessing. If you're not a member of the church and you're close by and you ever want a blessing of comfort or of healing or need the Lord's blessing, I encourage you to get a pre, a uh, I encourage you to get a blessing. I've given blessings to non-members before and they have said that they have felt power come through them that they've never felt. Um, through, the, through the priesthood, I bless my home. And I have, I've had people tell me that there's a different feeling the moment they walk through my front door. And I know it's because my home has been blessed by the priesthood. I'm sorry to go on on a ramble. But the Lord has promised great blessings to righteous priesthood holders who use the priesthood to bless lives of others. President David O. McKay has promised every man who uses the priesthood in, righteous, in righteousness that he will find his life sweetened, his discernment sharpened, to decide quickly discern, discernment, sorry, Sharpened to decide quickly between right and wrong. Uh, his feeling ten, his feelings tender and compassionate. Yet his spirit strong and valiant in defense of right. 
he will find the priesthood a never-failing source of happiness, a well of living, or sorry, a well of living water springing up to eternal life. I know that the priesthood is on this earth and to never be taken off this earth because when the apostles were all crucified, the priesthood was taken off this earth. When Christ came to earth, he called us 12 apostles, gave them all the priesthood. When Christ was crucified and, he, and, and when he died, that priesthood was still on this earth because of those 12 men. As soon as those 12 men were killed, that priesthood was gone, taken off the earth. We enter into the Dark Ages. That priesthood was brought back through Joseph Smith, um, laying on the hands um, by John the Baptist and Peter, James, and John. When Christ was baptized, he set an example for all of us to follow him. He was baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist. And he went to John the Baptist not only because he was his cousin, not only because he needed to be baptized, but John had the, had the authority to baptize. When, John, when Jesus Christ walked into the river to be baptized by John, John kind of stood back and he said, Whoa, 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 whoa. It is me that needs to be baptized of you. Meaning, I, you need to baptize me. But Christ said, I need to fulfill all righteousness. I need to be baptized by you. Because you have the authority. I mean, yeah, Christ could have done it himself. But again, you can't baptize yourself. You can't give yourself ordinances. You can't use, you can only use the priesthood worthily. And in the right manner. Christ did the right thing, found John, found the guy who held the priesthood authority and was baptized to set an example for all of us. Um, I have a strong belief in the priesthood power. I have used it in my life to bless others. I have used it to bless my family. I used it to bless my dad and to heal my dad. I mean, he's not cancer-free. That would be freaking sweet. But I used it in a way to where he is able to um, get the treatment that he needed at the time that it would work to contain his um, cancer. His cancer, he, he still has it, but it's not like it was. He's able to move better, to do, be do things better. Um, he's not as sick as he was, but he... He is hanging, hanging strong. Um, but I know the priesthood is on this earth. And again, to never be taken off. Um, and again, I encourage you, uh, members of the church, non-members of the church, seek out a priesthood blessing. For those who are members of the church, um, those who minister to your families um, seek a priesthood blessing to get comfort. I know times are tough and anyone can use a priesthood blessing. Um, for those who aren't members of the church, 
and would like a priesthood blessing to to maybe you are having a hard time in your life maybe you need to feel the 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 love of the lord reach out to a member of the church or a friend say hey i hear you have the the priesthood and you can administer blessings i would like i would like one of these blessings try it out um and i promise you that you'll feel you'll feel the love of the lord you'll feel the holy spirit touch your heart um, um but yeah that's that's all I have for tonight. Again, I'm sorry for taking a couple weeks off. This went way longer than I expected it to. But I'm back and never leaving again. Um, if you want to support this podcast, again, I want to see this thing grow. I want to do great things. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash josh-haas forward slash support. Um, I have guests coming on this show. I call it a show. Um, I have guests coming, just like I had uh, Jimmy Lewis on with me. Again, go go look at his stuff um, and read about him. Um, but yeah, if you want to re- re- reach out to me on Anchor.fm or even on the Anchor app, um, drop me a line. Um, I welcome all conversations. Uh, I would love to have more guests on the show. I have one that I'm trying to nail down, um, a buddy of mine from work, to get him on here. But drop me a line, questions, comments. If you want to be a if you want to be a guest, let me know. We'll arrange it. Um, but that's all I have. Again, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for your continued support and your um love for this this is it's just awesome um i keep seeing the numbers of listens grow and grow even though i've taken some time off um but thank you guys and we'll catch you guys next time